Aussies in action. Now, we talked about Ariana Titmus just a minute ago, uh, beat her great rival, American Katie Ledecky. Like, let's just put that into some context, right? Ledecky was the queen of the pool. Absolutely. Uh, and bear in mind, going into the final, Titmus had swum one second slower than Ledecky in the semi final. Um, so that was. Uh, just a little bit of a preview of what to come. Um, and these two, by the way, will have another first of three showdowns. So it's going to be uh, the best of three, so to speak. <laughs> it's, it's just the first round. Absolutely. Um, and you'd have to say that the way that Ariane swum her race in the final was terrific. She made her move at the 250 mark and Ledecky went out strongly trying to break the Australian. And it was so clever and so disciplined by Ariane not to, to go with her. To go with her, but just kept her uh, about a half length in advance. And then she put the foot down and really just reeled her in. As I said, it was a beautifully paced race by Ariane uh, getting across the line. A lot of pressure on her because even though Ledecky's the superstar and the legend, she had to try and find a way to get past her. And she did that. And not going from uh, a world champion now into an Olympic champion, uh, the satisfaction was enormous. And as we said, um, the coach and the reaction of a lot of Australians was, was terrific to see this young lady emerge originally from Tasmania. Her family decided because she had potential, they were going to move to Queensland and Brisbane particularly to, to try and further her education and Queensland's got such a reputation for producing great swimmers. It's a breeding ground for great swimmers. Yeah, Indrapilly, which uh, uh, a suburban part of of Brisbane she grew up in. And that was the catalyst for her being able to find her way into the world of swimming and obviously the success that she now has. And it was a bit of a gamble. I mean, a whole family uprooted uh, to to go and chase her dream and to see them in Noosa. They were in Noosa watching the the final today. and the tears of joy from them and, and the hard work, the sacrifices they had made to get her to that position. And um, it just brings back memories when I heard Ariane speak after her gold medal win. Uh, Ash Barty, having won Wimbledon, said, you know what, it's so much better to be a better human being than a better, better athlete. And it seems very much the case with Ariane, just low-key, yep. humble, down-to-earth. That's the way we always like And that's it. the thing. And she was, and she, it was almost a look of relief or, or probably exhaustion as much as anything else on her face after she won. There was no, you know, Hewitt, come on. There was no slapping the water, that sort of stuff. She just took it in her stride. Uh, what a champion. And then talking about champions, the uh, 4 by 100 relay gold, like uh, Kate and Bronte Campbell, Emma McEwen and Meg Harris, like everybody expected them to win, but it's another thing to get up there on the blocks and actually deliver. And the burden of expectation can be quite crippling at times. That's their third consecutive gold medal at Olympic Games for that relay team and um, the generational change is obviously going to come through 12 years or 13 years as it is but what they did they managed to live up to the expectation and great to see Kate Campbell because she's had her her heartbreak at Olympic Games of course Rio being most notable but to get that result early in the swimming program gives her from a personal point of view takes the the pressure off, she can swim her own personal events, uh, you think, with a little bit yeah, less pressure. Yeah, just go for it, swim a bit loose. And and what a great uh, fillip it is for the team, just get to get that gold in the bank early uh, and to smash a world record, to do it in such emphatic style, I think was was very impressive. It was a wonderful moment for the whole country to, to go along with them yesterday. Uh, and world, world record as well, which is fantastic. A lot of good moments in the pool. Uh, Emma McEwen uh, finished third in the 100-metre butterfly. Uh, Brennan Smith got an unexpected bronze. 
which I thought was great. And of course, uh, just about half an hour ago, the men's relay picked up a bronze, which was terrific, and their Colt Chalmers flew home in the final uh, leg to get them on the podium, uh, a bronze medal, and they were delighted with that. The Americans far too good, but that's a, a result that I think the Australians just keep ticking over those results in the pool, and that sets the tone for the rest of the squad. And, and as we see, there's there's so much other sport going on. In fact, I mean, the, the hockey ruse have made a really good start against China. It was 2-0 at half time. It, the word goes around that there's yep. the success happening. Kookaburra has smashed India. Absolutely, seven one. Yeah, uh, they're the world number one, by the way, the Kookaburra. So they that, played like it. That doesn't come as a huge surprise, but getting momentum, playing as they have in their first couple of matches, that will give them um, not their self belief required, but just uh, vindication of of what they're doing in terms of game style moving forward. I have to say. Uh, the conditions are obviously hard to see on the TV, but the, the, the players look so drained in those <laughs> those humid, hot conditions in Tokyo. Well, it's going to be interesting to see, I guess, in those team sports, how they adapt to that humidity, which is through the roof. And it's the sort of the later stages of this competition. If you progress past the group stage into the, into the semis and the, the medal matches, you know, how you... I guess, uh, recover from those you know, previous matches. That's going to be a secret. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's in the soccer, not quite so good news. Now, Spain, too good for us there. Uh, class difference there, perhaps coming to the fore. Uh, Graham Arnold, though, he's been very buoyant and very bullish about what this team can do. Uh, I think uh, he's justified after that first up shock win over Argentina. Uh, as for the uh, Matildas, uh, Sam Kerr, she apologised after missing a penalty. I mean, that can happen. She was a star anyway. She scored two. She scored two and was uh, lining up for a hat-trick. Uh, the Swedes, gee, they're a good they team. They pretty good, don't they? They knocked off the US pretty comfortably, and I, I think Sweden could make some noise in this competition. Oh, no surprise at all, because they are a quality outfit. So the Australians, yeah, the problem now for them is that they just have to get everything right to advance. And, of course, the USA. Well, the US. USA on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. So... Uh, a slip up there, it becomes pretty tough to... You leave yourself vulnerable, put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you just have to beat the teams that you know are going to be there, and unfortunately that's the case. Um, I have to mention, of course, Jess Fox, who is into the semi-finals of the K1. She was three seconds ahead of her nearest rival. Bear in mind, she's a three-time Olympian. Uh, they call her the Silver Fox because uh, she picked up a silver. She's got a bronze. And still now searching for that ultimate, the gold. She's been a, a very much a face of the Channel 7 promotions with a, the beautiful hair and the beaming smile. And But uh, underneath that, Jess Fox is an absolute competitor. So keep an eye out for her over the coming days. And hopefully, fingers crossed, she can uh, uh, get that elusive gold medal. It'd be one of the best sports, I reckon. It's, <laughs> all the other athletes are just sweating it out. <laughs> sweating it it's out. Serious in the water. In the K1, you love it. Now, you might have missed this. And this is the thing about the Olympics. There is so much going on. And, you know, across, uh, you know, Channel 7's various platforms, you have 45 channels of action. And you're sort of scrolling from one to the next, hoping to catch all of the best moments. The rugby was an interesting one. Uh, Aussies versus... Argentina. Yes. What, what a cracker. They were down, Australia was down uh, 24 zip. I saw it, I was watching it, and then we suddenly got some momentum, scored a couple of tries, and that can happen in, in yeah, uh, it can rugby turn seven. Very quick and Very sevens. quickly, and of course, it depends how much uh, gas you've got in the tank, and it's such a quick, quick flowing game that if you haven't quite got the, um, the aerobic capacity, <laughs> it can fall apart very quickly. But the Australians, uh, I looked up and went, oh no, trouble, but. 
They came back uh, within five points with about a minute to go, and that last minute was was hectic. Just couldn't quite get there and went down 29-19. But, you know, good good signs uh, for, for the Aussies. The Argentina are a great team. Uh, the triathlon was another interesting one. Um, Jake Bertwistle, pretty pretty tough day at the office for him. Kicked in the face in the uh, weird false start. Uh, well, I was watching the TV this morning as I'm getting ready for work, and they're all lined up on the pier, and then they launch themselves into the water. False start. Because there was a, a TV media boat that had come close to, well, A, interfering with the competitors and B, thankfully not hurting or anything or worse. Them over. Which was, uh, so there was a, a lot of confusion, maybe a lot of anger and frustration for the athletes who then had to go again. But uh, eventually they, they got themselves rolling. Yeah, well, none, none more so than Jake, who the Aussie got kicked in the face and ended up having a broken nose from that collision. And then he's finished the race with that before it was realised what was wrong with him. And in the end, he finished 16th, which I have to say, with a broken schnoz in the triathlon, is a pretty decent effort. And he was the best placed of the three Aussies, uh, with Matt Hauser finishing 24th and Aaron Royal uh, finishing 26th. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I agree. And uh, can't under- underestimate those triathletes. They have got a power of uh, mental ability to just push through those tough times. And there's an example. The Aussies are doing themselves proud there.